events for breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Events for Breakfast. So my name's Kelly Frew and I'm the host of the podcast and today we are going to be focusing on supporting events teams through change. Now today I'm going to take you through my journey um, as an events professional and how I have supported some of the events teams throughout my career. So firstly, I think what I need to do is just tell you a little bit more about me, my experience and some of the teams that I have managed. So right now, I'm a freelance events director and my expertise is specialising in events, communications, marketing and brands experience. Now, I have got lots of specialisms, but I do specialise more in the live broadcast events, corporate events and international events. Over my career, which spans around 20 years, I've predominantly worked in the media industry and travel. So some of the big corporate companies that I've worked for, they include BBC Studios, TUI UK and Ireland, P&O Cruises, Haven Holidays, Thomas Cook. So as you can see, I have got quite a big corporate background. And what that means is that I have led lots of different teams through lots of change throughout my events career. So if we look back to TUI UK and Ireland, for example, I had to set a team up that were all placed under redundancy due to relocation, and I had to reset and restart that team up again in a new location with brand new team members, while still trying to deliver an annual calendar of events without any pause. When I moved over to Thomas Cook, there was no events and engagement team in place. I was the first of that, that team to put in place. And as the manager of that team, I had to set up a team very, very quickly. And within the first 12 weeks of my post being um, put into position, we were delivering an overseas conference um, for a thousand people. So I had to get a team in place very, very quickly. Now, my most recent um, contract has been with P&O Cruises and it's been a fantastic time. I've absolutely loved it. And what I have been doing is working towards launching a brand new cruise ship for P&O Cruises, Iona. Now, obviously, at the moment, as it stands, we are in August um, 2020 and we are still not cruising. Obviously, the cruise industry is on pause right now. They are working through a safe way to get back to cruising with the government and the clear organisation cruise body. So there's still a long way to go there. But back in the autumn in 2019, I was put in place with the hope that we would launch Iona in May. And we've got a series of launch events, press events, um, the naming ceremony, which is huge for um, cruise ships, as I'm sure some of you know, and also a massive festival at sea called Iona Fest. And that has got lots of high profile talent involved in it too. So back in autumn, I had to pull together a brand new team. And that was a mixture of secondment, some fixed-term contractors, some event specialists to help me deliver. Now, in the, so from November 2019 to March 2020, we obviously went on quite a journey. That team um, were superb. They really were. They got to grips with it very, very quickly. And we'd, we planned. We were ready to launch Iona, and she was ready to launch in May. But obviously, in March 2020, Everything was put on pause because of COVID. 
and it's well known um, that P&O Cruises had to make half of their shoreside staff redundant um, as the operation went into pause. So I went through quite a transition period with the team. They'd all been put in place, they were delivering, they were planning and they were delivering what we needed them to deliver. We then all had to go onto a remote workforce, working very differently in, in our own sort of areas of the country, as I know lots of other people have too. And that had its own challenges around it. But each of my team members had their own journey to go through. And what's the most important thing is focusing on how we support individuals through that journey. And events team members across the world at the moment, across the globe, are going through so much change and we're still in the midst of it. You know, we've still got a long way to go before that, that events industry comes back. We're probably talking at least another year before we even see sort of 70% of the events industry being back to where it was. And it's going to be 2022 probably before we get back to where we were earlier this year. So I'm just going to talk you through how I manage my teams through change because it is really important. How do we support each other? And as a leader myself, how do I support myself? How do I support my peers? And how do I support my colleagues? Before we do that, I just want to come on to the Fast Forward 15 programme. So again, I am mentor. I do mentor um, a young lady who is also going through a very, very diff difficult period of change too. And again, she's in the events industry and we are navigating through trying to help her find her path um, in the new world of events as we go forward. She loves events, she wants to stay in it and I'm helping her through that process. So again, some more experience um, on how I'm helping people through change. So what I want to start with is I just want to give you a little quote that I've been really focusing on in the past six months to help me. And that is change happens one person at a time. So what does that mean? That means every single person in a change process is an individual. And you have to firstly make sure that you take each and every person on their individual journey to help them support through their change process, whatever that might look like, whether it is redundancy, whether it is a change in their scope of work right now, as we know events teams are having to go from live events to finding virtual skills and their skills around virtual. So that, that's a big change. So everybody individually is going through this in their own time and in their own process. And you cannot map out a change process um, which is the same for every single person. So if we just go back to that quote, change happens one person at a time. So you have to treat everybody with respect and take them through that process as an individual person. Now I'm gonna come on to that just a little bit later and we're gonna talk about how do we support every single person with their own personal journey. But first of all, let's just think about a leader. Now, a leader is somebody that is going to help them and help our teams through change process. And I am focusing on the events industry right now, but this can, this can be applied to any industry because so many industries and so many teams are going through change right now, finding different ways of working, understanding what their new scope of work looks like, maybe looking at a new career in a different industry. And the way that we can make sure that it is a positive change for everybody is that a leader takes responsibility and accountability for supporting that change. So again, I like my quotes, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna use another quote. So if we just think about this for a moment, a leader is one who goes the way, knows the way, and shows the way. So 
as a leader, we are, you know, we are going through change ourselves right now. And I, you know, as I was working with my team at PO, I was the event, I am the events director at PO. I am on sabbatical at the moment and I will be restarting back on the 1st of October. But I am a leader and I am an events director for them. And I had to lead my team, my inaugural events team, through change. And what I had to do, and I still have to do, is I have to go the way, I have to know the way, and I definitely have to show the way. So when we think about that as a leader, what is our responsibility? So there are five things as a leader that we need to think about doing to make sure that we are managing change, we are supporting people, and we are making, even if it is a negative process because it is going to be sad news at the end of it, we need to make sure that we are making it as positive as possible for that individual person. So the first thing that I want to think about is communication. Now, in the last six months, things have changed day by day. And it's really hard as a leader to stay on top of everything and understand, you know, working from home, what that looks like. How do we do that as a remote team? How do we communicate with our team? What changes does that mean for each of our team members? What changes does that mean for me? What changes does that mean in the processes that we follow? And what changes does it mean for a business as a whole? So communication with your team, whether you know everything is key. Okay, at any point through a change process and managing, managing your team effectively, you have to communicate. And that is, it, you know, it, right now when we are in crisis communication and crisis mode, we have to think about giving regular updates to our team. And if that means right now you have no update to give them because, you know, that you're waiting for updates from your senior team members, you tell your team, sorry team, there's no updates right now. I'm expecting an update from the senior, senior stakeholders next Wednesday. So we will share what I've got with you next Wednesday. The worst thing to do for your team right now, if you are managing through change, is just to ignore it keep your team updated and individually as well you know so you can do you know if you're all work, working remotely you can all get onto that dreaded zoom i know we're all getting zoom fatigue but you can get on there and have a quick update with everybody it might be on a, on a, a quick update to start your day each morning just to say at the moment i've got no update for you or today this is what we're going to be focusing on um, and on the, as part of the change process this is what we're going to be looking at today so just think, map it out, map out how you need to speak to each of your team members. So that might be as a blanket message to everybody, but then you might need to follow that up individually with different people. Now, if I think about some of my teams that I've worked with in the past, some of them will hear it verbally really, really well, and they'll get the messages that I need them to understand and take away, and they'll ask the questions straight away. Other people will need to hear it verbally and then they will need it in writing. So I've, I've communicated some sort of message to them, which is quite important. And I've, I, verbally they've taken it, they've nodded, they've asked the questions, but then they've gone away and they, they have interpreted it in their own way. So it's a really good idea for everybody to then just back it up in writing and really be clear on the steps for you. Whatever this process looks like, those steps that you're next going to follow or the information that you've just shared with them. They can then take it away and if they are that type of person that needs all the detail, they'll probably come back with lots of questions for you. But you know, don't just say it verbally, think about those different ways, whether it is then following up um, with a, whether it is a WhatsApp, in your WhatsApp group with your team or if it's a formal email, if that is what's needed. So just think about those different ways of communicating. So if I think about my um, position at P&O and the team, obviously um, in the, from March onwards, everybody was working remotely and 
the team were going through a redundancy, a consultation process for a redundancy. Now, it was really important as we were going through that process that I could put the business context behind it. So as well as communicating with them the changes that were happening and, and whether that's a role change or whether it is, unfortunately, we, we're going through consultation to make the, the position redundant, I had to make sure that I understand the wider business context. Why was these redundancies happening? For P&O, it was very, very clear, you know, cruising was pausing, there was no operations happening and they had to cut costs and hibernate to make sure that they've got a business to go back to when we operate again. And that's really important and everybody absolutely in the business understands that, that we want the company to come out the other side. So it was very, very clear. And, you know, as much as our team members understood that, it was a really hard process for them to go, to, go through. Now, to make it as professional as possible, I needed to make sure as a leader that I was reading all of the leadership comms packs that came out as part of this consultation process. I knew all of it inside out, so I took the time to read the handbook that talked through the process that we were going to take the team through that we had employee reps, everybody has the employee reps in place. So there was opportunities to ask questions. There was opportunities to go back and share my thoughts and feedback to the senior stakeholder team. And again, that's really important as a leader that you do that, that you take the time um, to really understand what you are going to take your team through and answer as many of the questions that you think they are going to have with the senior team before you communicate with your team what is happening. The more confident you are of understanding the process, the more confident your team are going to be in it. They might not like it, and it might be really hard information that you're sharing with them, but if they feel that you are handling it in a professional way because you've done your research, then they will, they will adopt it and buy into it a lot easier. Now, the next thing that we have to think about is showing up as a leader. That is taking time one-to-one -one with each of your individual team members. So we mentioned this earlier, everybody is individual. Everybody learns, listens, feeds back and has emotions in different ways. So you've got to take time. You've shared whatever that information is about the change process with the whole team. Everybody has had that consistent message and that is really, really important first and foremost, that the information you're sharing is consistent. But you do then need to take time with each individual person. What do they need? A really key thing as a leader, which I've learned lots, is to listen. Just listen to them. Listen to their, their problems, their worries. Okay, so if it is a case that you know, their, their job description has changed and they, they were a live events producer and they're going to a virtual events producer role, they've probably got so many worries and insecurities and, and qualms that they just want to talk to you about. So listen, listen to everything that they've got to say talk them through, coach them through, it's then, you know, if we take that, if we take that instance, you know, a live events producer could definitely have the skills and, skills and qualities to become a virtual events producer. So talk them through, talk them through the qualities that they've got, you know, what, what are they really, really good at that they can transfer across to make sure that they, they are going to be successful as a virtual events producer. And then be honest, what are the pieces, you know, what are the skills that they're going to have to brush up on to help make sure that they are the best event, virtual events producer that they can be? Talk them through that. Have that open and honest relationship with them. You know, it, the more that you are open and honest with your team members, the better relationship you're going to have and the more positive impact you're going to have on their career. So that's a really key thing. One-to-one -one time 
is important. If you are showing up as a true leader for your team and helping them through a positive change process, you have to understand what your individual employee needs to make sure that they buy into the process, are successful in the outcome, whether that is that the, you know they leave the business but they feel positive that they've enjoyed their time there and they feel positive that you've talked about the skills and the transferable skills for when they're looking for a new role, or whether it is a change, for example, in their role that they are in right now. Take the time with them. Now, the next phase of a change process management um, piece is obviously going to be education and training. You know, we need to upskill people. So if you are asking them to change their job role, for example, they are going to be terrified. You know, they came to the business and, you know, they, they wanted a certain, they looked at a job role and they decided that that job description was them. And they, they were appointed on that job description and their skills to match that. So if we are asking them to change their job role because of the current climate, then we need to provide the right education for them. And as a leader, you need to be making sure that you're going out there and finding those opportunities for them. And it might not all be organisational led. It might be a case that you're pointing them to LinkedIn webinars um, or industry webinars. There's so, so many, um, for example, Instagram Lives out there at the moment. There's so many in industry professional organisations that are just putting things on for people and upskilling people. You know, if I call out the delegate wranglers, they are great. They have once a week, they have their um, webinars, which you can go on to, and they've got a different expertise, which they are talking through each week and they've got experts that come on and there are so many of these you know out there you know events planners talk um, the agenda live there's so many different ones that you can tap into and you can tell them to go out there and find them and, and just upskill themselves as well as you know thinking about that formal training that they might need to it's important you've got to make sure that you are supporting them in the best way possible and then as we, we come through that change process, we have to think about the fact that there is going to be feedback. We are never gonna get it right all the time. It is a journey, definite, a definite journey. And if you're working in, in an organization which is quite large and there's a lot of people going through that change process, then it is important that you're gathering all the feedback from your team members and yourself and feeding that back to your company and your organization. So that's your line manager, for example, that if you have the opportunity for employee reps or your HR team, however they want that change process feedback, make sure that you do feedback. Companies are not going to get this right again unless we share that feedback. And something I like to do with my teams as I'm sharing it, as we're going through that feedback with them, is do it as a team if you can. If, if it's, you know, everyone will have their own individual conversations that they want to have, but share it so that you can see that it's a team effort and that you are really invested in collecting that feedback and sharing it with the company, or it might be feedback for yourself on how you have dealt with that, that, that whole change process. So as a leader, you've got to be open to that. It might be some negative um, feedback that comes your way, but you know, do it, let them do it anonymously if they can, or if they're happy to share it with you one-to-one, -one, then do that and, and act on it. Don't just listen. Um, it's really important you listen, but don't just listen to it. They need, your team need to see that you've acted on that feedback too, if you want to be reputable um, and, and build that respect with them. So showing up as a leader is really, really important. And I'm gonna go back to that quote that I just talked about. So, you know, if I wrap all of that up, a leader is one who goes the way, knows the way, and shows the way. And I think those key things that we've just talked through around communication, around making sure that you've got all of the information from the business and understand the business context for the change, the fact that you're listening to your team members individually, 
the fact that you've got given the opportunity for education and training and then of course that feedback piece that is really really important now if we think about that individual that individual is going on their own individual change journey so you've shared with them you've shared with them the changes whatever that might be that are proposed to come into place now there's so many if we think about that individual you've got to get their buy-in you need to get their buy-in to make sure that you, that change process is going to be effective and successful. And there are things that you need to think about that your team member and yourself are going to go through. So if you Google tech change journey, I've got a lovely graph that I'm looking at at the moment actually, and I will share it in the notes for this, um, for this podcast so that you can find where this change journey map is. But as an individual, there are so many things that you have to think about that they're going to go through. And what's going to happen if we think about their performance and their productivity levels, at the beginning of a change journey, that productivity level will dip. It absolutely, you will see it, they will dip and they will become quite, if we, if we don't take them through the, the journey properly, they will become unmotivated, they will become despondent, they will become, feel really undervalued, They'll, you could see loss of self-esteem, loss of confidence, we'll get lots of anger in there as well if you're not careful, if you don't give them the opportunity to be, to be dealt with as an individual. So there's things on that top of that change journey, which again, I'm gonna share this link with you guys, but when you're sharing an, inf an information piece around change with team members, there are things that are going to happen. If you're asking them, if we go back to that, you know, we're asking them to change their job role, for example, and it's a big job role change. So they're going from a live events producer to a virtual events producer, big change. So at first they're going to be th feeling things like denial. They're going to be, they're going to be in fear. Absolutely. This isn't what they signed up for. They're really, you know, it's a fearful, have we got the right skills? It, it, they are in a state of fear. Have I got the right skills to do this? Can I do this? What happens if I don't manage to, to um, pivot into virtual events? Am I going to lose my job? And as we continue on that downward spiral and the motivation levels really dip, as well as the productivity levels, we can think about the fact that they're going to be angry. You know, if you're asked to do something which is very much out of your remit, but you understand the fact that you've got to change, you know, you could be angry. This, you know, I'll be honest, I'm quite angry at the moment. We are all having to pivot and change and change, you know, live events and into virtual events, hybrid events. And yes, you know, that's not what we all signed up for. I want to be launching this ship. I want to be seeing 5,000 plus people on this ship and having the fantastic festival at sea. However, you know, that's not going to happen at the moment. So, you know, there is anger there that we've not, we're not, not getting to deliver what we want to deliver. And as we continue on that downward spiral through the change journey as an individual, there will be resistance, you know, and that can come out in different ways. If you look at your indiv individual team members, they may stay in that anger phase. They may be really ang angry and vocal about it. They may withdraw, they may absolutely withdraw, you know, and the fact that we're working remotely as well right now, that makes it even more, that even harder to see if somebody is withdrawing, you know, you've got to keep in contact with them and keep touch points in. That resistance phase is really key to stay on top of, you know, because if we leave them in that resistance phase, then we're not going to help them on that upward curve that we're heading towards. And as we do, you know, as we're working as leaders and we are communicating with our teams about the change, the reasons for the change, what support there is for the change and how you are going to support them through the change, there will become a point when they accept. They might still not be happy with it, but they accept the fact that the change is happening. 
And at that point, then you as a leader become really, really pivotal. You know, at that point, you could then start the upward curve. And that upward curve is where we're trying to get back to. So we're trying to get back to the point where they're, as a team member, they're feeling positive, they're feeling valued, motivated, and for us as a business or business leaders, you know, that productivity level is going back up on that upward curve. So if we get it right, if we are having, having open conversations with them, if we are training them, giving them feedback, educating them, giving them opportunities to relearn, you know, that they are going to be open to change. And that is key. So that's when, if you continue doing all those good things that we've talked about, treating them as the individual, giving them the, what they need, you will see that upward curve. So they will, they will start to be open. They will test their skills in a different way. They may, they may be unsuccessful and they may have to go back and relearn and be re-educated a little bit, but that's part of it. That's absolutely fine. And as we go on that upward curve, back up to being really motivated and the productivity levels going back up again, you will see when they start to integrate and you will see that your happy team members are coming back. Their, their self-esteem's back up there. And it, just something to say at this point, if you're listening to this as a professional rather than as a leader, you know, you can learn, you can listen and learn from all of those things too. So, you know, if you're from, if you are going through a change process and your manager is not doing all of those things, then, you know, be vocal, talk to them, say that you need, you need to have those one, that one-to-one -one time with them. Talk about the different training opportunities that you might need find your own training opportunities and explore. We've talked about different ways of doing that. So, you know, you can take yourself on that journey too as an individual. You've got as much, as an individual, you've got as much accountability to be in taking yourself through that change journey as well. And if you are that individual going through those different change journey moments, just accept them, you know, denial. Yes, we, are all, we will all be in denial. There will be fear there that you will be angry, you will show resistance, that's fine. And at some point you will get to a point where you go, do you know what, it's okay, I'm gonna accept this now and I'm going to be open to relearning, to testing myself in different ways. And if we're thinking about an individual, for example, as a lot of events industry professionals are right now, we're made redundant, that you're going to go through all of those same things. You're going to question yourself, am I the events expert that I thought I was? Am I good enough? should I think about a different career? And all of those things are fine to think, absolutely. You know deep down how good you are within your role and what skills and qualities you've got. And yes, you're going to go on that spiral of, of that downward motivation. And at some point you will look at yourself in a better place and be able to go, okay, well, what do I need to do now? You'll become open. You'll be able to say, right, well, my skills are great in communications and, and delegate management, but I just need to upskill myself in the, the technical side of, of the um, job, jobs that I may be going for. So just be open to yourself as well. Take yourself on that journey and be really open to how you might be feeling. And then once you're, once you're ready, you will then be open to think about how you're going to progress and get back up to being a real positive, motive, motivated person. And it will take time, so be kind to yourselves. And if you're a leader, please be kind to your team members because every single one of them is on a very, very different journey. And you've got to, as a leader, just recognize that you are on that journey too. Again, I'm bringing all the quotes out here, but um, another quote that I found online, which is really, really good to think about, and I'm just gonna say it and then we'll talk about it. To treat everyone equally as offensive. It fails to recognize everyone as an individual. So 
That sounds a strange thing to say, doesn't it? To treat everyone equally is offensive. That's really important, isn't it? Because we are all have different strengths, weaknesses, ways of learning, and we've all got to recognize that and ways of hearing that information. So please, 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 if you are, whoever you are, if you're a leader, if you are just trying to support colleagues or peers or friends through a change process right now, make sure that you recognize that they need to be treated individually and how you feel on this change journey is very different to how somebody else will feel. So support each other become those advocates for supporting that change and supporting, supporting each other through that. So again, a real key um, motivational quote which I've heard very, very recently, and if you can Google it, and I, again, I'll put a link to it in, in the podcast notes. If we think about change process, this goes back many, many years. Well, it go, it, you know, all throughout evolution, there is change. And that is one thing that we cannot change, that there is always going to be change. So we've, we've got to take ourselves on this journey as events professionals, we are deep in the midst of it at the moment. We are trying our hardest to understand what this looks like for ourselves, for our team members, for businesses, and what does the future of events look like? And we have to evolve, and that's really, really key. Don't beat yourself up, but Charles Darwin, back in the day, had a very, very pivotal quote that I think we should think about. It is not the strongest of the species which survives. It's the one who is the most adaptable to change. So don't, don't fight it. Yes, we will fight it a little bit at the beginning, but just take time, take care of yourselves, take care of your teams, take care of each other, and remember that change is inevitable and you will get through this. So hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of Events for Breakfast. It gives you a little bit more insight into me, hopefully, as the podcast host, and my experience and how I support my teams. If you're enjoying these podcasts, then please do send me a little email um, or drop me a little message on my socials. So my company is Storymaker Events. So you can find me online at Storymaker Events. Um, that's on my website and that's on all of the socials too. If you want to get hold of me, I'm Kelly Fr so again, on LinkedIn, I'm Kelly Frew. On Instagram, I'm also Kelly Frew. On Twitter, I'm Kelly Frew. So you will find me. Um, I really want to hear from some of you guys. And um, if you want to just tap into my expertise on change, how I'm supporting people through change, then please do reach out. I love hearing from you all. And of course, if you're enjoying the podcast, then please do subscribe and, and send me a little five-star rating. That would be wonderful. Take care of yourself all, and I will speak to you again soon. Bye.